Okay. You know, I'm no good when I'm hungry. Yes, we are here. <laughs> Episode, what is this, 210? Right? 10. Yeah, Episode 210. 10. 210. Fallen. And I find this title just so <laughs> melodramatic. I don't know why it's named that, but whatever. <sighs> I mean, this sounds like the title of that song that was playing when Dick was in jail. I. Listen. Let's just get started. Okay, so the first point, you want to talk about that song first? Because that's the first thing you wrote was that the song was sending you. (laughs) Okay, first of all, I watched a lot of genre TV. A lot of them have prison episodes. They're always real campy. On Lost Girls Prison episode, they had them in pink jumpsuits. It was real campy. (laughs) That's great, though. This was the campiest prison episode I've ever seen, and it was campy as soon as that music started. As soon as we got in there, and it was like, Woo, Lord, what makes a good man? I was dying. I was like, no, they didn't. No. No. It's just like, they they were so on the nose in this episode. It's like they figured out half their audience is stupid, and they were just like, let us literally tell you this is the good guy in the show since you guys didn't get it when the other guy stabbed his son in the stomach. Let's just rub it in that this is meant to be the protagonist and the good guy. This is the good man. <laughs> Let's literally tell you something's not clicking for y'all. Because people were really like, but like, who's really the villain here? The one is who, it the one that gives hugs or the one that stabs people to death? The one who murders people is my guess, but I've been wrong before. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Oh, God. I was dying. That whole thing in the jail with, like, the, the Latinx, like, gangs, and they're trying to get out of the gang, and the gang's like, you better kill this white boy, and Dick's like, kill me. Oh, okay. Uh, just... Oh, and I was also laughing through every, I was laughing through this whole, especially the whole beginning, like, when that cop was like, hey, you know, we're white dudes in the brotherhood of white cops, you know what I'm saying? These are the animals, and we're the cops, we hook each other up, we got each other's back, you know what I'm saying? White boys for life. And Dick's like, no thanks, I'm good. He came here to die. Uh, so <laughs> He's like, you don't want to be in gym pop, but everybody's like, no, really, gym, gym pop is cool. They're going to kill you in gym pop. I know, that's why I'm in jail. Yeah. Continue, continuous suicide mission here. Um, so yeah, the next thing we wrote down was Connor and Crypto saying goodbye. First of all, this scene where someone's like, "Get out of here, you stupid dog!" has been in so many I swear movies. I've seen so many times. It's been in so many movies and TV shows, but every time I'm just like, "Oh no!" Like, <laughs> every time. I'm literally thinking, "I've seen this before. This is cheesy, and I'm crying." It's cheesy as. Stupid, and I'm still right here. Like, oh no, don't be mean to him. <laughs> every time it got me so good. She's like, all your poor babies. Oh. And it's funny that Joshua Orphan just like a whole grown man, but he acts like a little boy, and it works. And I'm like, don't make this little boy lose his dog. <laughs> all you gotta do is throw a dog in there. Like, listen, listen. Literally, me and my sister watched that movie. What is it called? Crawl. First of all, it has, like, some of my worst fears of all time in there. Because I have, like a, like, a severe 
fear of like a tidal wave hitting me. Like I've had nightmares about that. And I also have this like irrational fear of alligators from when I lived in Florida. So I have random like. That's not irrational in Florida. uh, Yeah, true. But so I have like random nightmares with alligators. Both of these things happened because it was a hurricane and the levee broke and there was fucking alligators everywhere. And the whole movie, they had their dog with them. And I was just like, the dog's going to die. Oh my God, the dog. Oh, the dog. Where's the dog? Like, I was so upset about this dog the whole movie. And it survived. Thank Jesus. But I was like, I was really, truly going to go through an emotional crisis if that dog died. I got so attached to the dog. Its name was Sugar. And it didn't deserve any of that. Okay. Look, I'm just so saying. good when you give me a cute puppy. And see, like, I had a white dog, and she died a few years ago, and I'd had her since, like, middle school. So crypto is out here just triggering me. Yeah. <laughs> crypto, you, you got me. You have me emotionally invested. So congratulations, Oh, crypto. God. And I think it worked on Mercy, too, our next point. Because <laughs> when I saw Mercy with her wife and kids, yeah. I'm like, oh, she's just trying to be a good mom. No wonder she was like, yo, let's just wrap this up. We're just going to shoot him and go. Because she's trying to get back home. Because she's about to lose her wife with all this work. <laughs> and her kids don't never do game night no more. <laughs> all like, she wants to do is take care of her kids and play some board games. And feed them, <laughs> what was it? Vegan food? Is this Mercy Grace or is this the Grace? Yeah. They should be best friends. This is all they want. <laughs> When I saw that, I was dying. Because in the scene later with Rachel, she's in the soup kitchen. She's like, are these carrots organic? I was like, oh, Lord. Mercy and Dick Grayson, the same kind of parents. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. That was so funny. And Mercy was awesome. When she totally hung up on her supervisor, it was awesome. When that guy was like, I don't answer to you. And she's like, actually, that's one of the changes. You do answer to me. I was like, yes, Mercy. Get out there. <laughs> when she hung up on him, I felt that. I felt it. I was like, yes. I would give everything in the world for me to be on my day off and my boss to call me and be like, hey, I come into work. Like, and I just hang up on them. I felt that in my spirit. Like, why are you calling me right now? <laughs> Mercy's wife rolls her eyes like, of course there's no game night. That wasn't even her fault. She's, try- she's trying, woman. She's, she's trying. trying, all right? She's trying, dang it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, this cop trying to make Dick his snitch and give him special privileges for being white and a cop. Dick <laughs> was really so irritated. And you could tell that he was just like, please stop. <laughs> Like, I did not come to jail for you to be like, the world isn't fair and not even in here. You know, you get privileges. I just think it's funny how, like, he goes there and he's trying so hard to be ignored. But everyone's just like, hey, new person, let me bother you with our problems. And he's like, shit. <laughs> right. You see Nick just, like, reading his book and everybody's like, so what do you think? Got a whole gang over here like, we're going to murder this guy. <laughs> the cops like be my friend right now <laughs> and his cellmates are trying their best to die like I really, you will never escape stress you will never escape oh, kid I'm so sorry for you that was so funny when they were like so what do we do if you said this is all gonna get us killed how are we supposed to stay alive I mean you just kill me and stay in this jail and be alive what are you talking about Grayson. He's crazy. He was like, I'd kill me. And I'm like, listen. Are we and first doing of all, no, you still- wouldn't. We've met you before. 
Right, exactly. You and Kill. First of all, you're a liar. And secondly, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? You told Gar he was coming back and he should keep the faith. And you're going to go to prison and get shanked to death? I swear to God, I cannot take it. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What is the poor guy. It's just like, yo, don't worry. The Titans, we sit together. He'll be right back. <laughs> he was like, we have each other's back. I was Where like, Where is everybody? We have each Why other's are you back. Up the phone? I'm slow, but I know something's wrong. Like, listen, <laughs> if you do, if you do, in fact, have each other's back, where? Like, I just need, I need to see the receipts. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I would like to see it. <sighs> uh, which brings us to the next point. Donna and Gar both calling Dick for help. Gar, that's fine. Gar yes. did nothing wrong ever. No. <laughs> and that would be the person for Gar to call because Gar isn't the person that told him he's useless and should go forever. But also, um, Dick specifically left him in charge and yeah. They didn't abandon each other. Well, kind of. No. But. <laughs> well, so it's like, okay. Dick was coming back until Slade yeah. was like, you come back, I'm killing your family. Yeah, and it's like, why would he call like, like, Donna only, or any of them? He had like an overnight bag. Like, he wasn't intending to be gone. He was just going to go see Adlon and be like, yo, I'm sorry, making the men's take himself back home. Like, yeah. So it's, it makes sense that he'd be calling him for help because they were the yeah. only ones left in the house. Corey yeah. went to tie up loose ends. Who knows what and that she means? Told nobody what these listen. Like who knows what that means? So it makes no, no sense for any for well Gar to be calling her for help like that. Who knows where she is right now? Um, yeah. So yeah, of course he'd call a person who's supposed to be on his way back to the house. Yeah. But Donna though. Donna's so useless. First of all, what does it take her twenty minutes to start looking for Rachel an hour? Rachel don't have super speed. Donna does, and you saw she only kept her in the car an extra like ten seconds with her powers. So did she like not get get out to look or what? How she lose her? When when he gets home, right? First thing he needs to do just change your number, change your number, King, because they are wilding out here. There's yeah. absolutely no reason for her to be calling him. And then having, like, that tone, yeah. too, like, you need to call me back. I know I said blah, blah, blah. We're not friends. But Rachel ran away. Bitch, why are you calling me? Call the cops. Yeah. Call the police. That's what people do when they lose their kids. I don't know what you're yeah. me for. <laughs> okay? Like, are you going to apologize, you freaking parasite? Like, why are you calling me? Like, for what? What is the reason? <laughs> Dick, I know we're only cool when I need something. And I need something again, so can we be cool? <laughs> Yeah, and while I get what I need from you, I'm going to be an absolute asshole about it. Like, I bet if he did pick up, she'd be like, hi, I still fucking hate you, but you need to come help me do this thing. Like, she's just such a... I hate them. They're such assholes. She would probably call him, tell him it's his fault, and then ask him to help. <laughs> kind of like when Dick saved the birds and they came back and Hank was still walking around with the attitude. And he's like, he's a fucking psychopath. Look at him. Did it. I just It's so crazy what he saved my life. <laughs> I can't stand them. You're right, he is crazy for saving your life, Hank. Is that what you meant? Please free me from these people. Free me. (laughs) Please. Oh, God. And when when Crypto showed up at the door, his cute little nose right in the camera, he was like, whoop! And I was like, oh, my God! Crypto, you're so cute! You're back! Crypto's smart. 
right? Crypto needs to be the leader of the Titans because, <laughs> I mean, hear me out. I know he's a dog, but thus far he has shown loyalty. Um, he knows directions, okay? He can get around he's the city. He has superpowers, right? He's got good judgment of who can help. Yes, who can help and cannot help. He can uh-huh. find Remember people. Remember he brought Eve there when Connor was sick? Right. He can find people with, like, listen, these are leading qualities. He was able to figure out the electric doorbell and the camera. He had his face in the right place. He had to hop to get his face in there. Listen, I'm going to make a poll. It's Crypto, <laughs> Nightwing, or Starfire. All right. We should vote. I'm, I'm saying crypto should be on the list. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Based on what I've seen. Crypto is boss around here. Oh God. Out here getting shit done. More things done when like five people have done in the whole season. Crypto is out here doing it. Well, crypto has at least figured out the whole, we do better together. So if I find y'all in random different places, I'm bringing y'all to the same place. Listen. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, <laughs> and what Gar told him, you know, I killed a man, I, like, tore him to shreds. And Connor was like, maybe we should be locked up. <laughs> I, oh, boy. I was like, Lord, don't start Dick Grayson. You were asleep. How'd you oh, catch this image? No. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Isn't it so, yeah, funny? Connor's- Kind of suspicious as to whether they should be out free roaming these streets like this. It's just funny to me, like really, like really sit and think about it, <laughs> just for a second. Everyone is pissed at Dick because he quote unquote killed someone, but so far we've seen Gar actually kill someone. Connor, Rachel, blood he had to spit out. You didn't tell him about with your claws, bruh. Like, you ain't half that dude. I mean, I just don't understand what's happening here. But at least you could say all the all the killers, save for Rachel, were like, no, we got your back. <laughs> they know they're out here. <laughs> Sending people straight to hell in a handbasket so they can't even yeah. judge. How would Corey be able to judge? Like, oh, man, that was wrong. They could be like, I have a 70-name list of the people you killed in the last five days. <laughs> Real question. At this point, how many of the team members are not on FBI's most wanted for mass murder right now? Oh, man. We know that Connor is wanted. We know Rose is wanted. She was out killing cops and stuff. We know Starfire is wanted. Oh, yeah. And if Rachel isn't wanted, it's because they don't know yet. They about to want her in a minute because she done killed a whole lot of folks. <laughs> Listen, I forgot Rose killed those cops. Yeah, God, like Rose was killing folks. <laughs> and when everybody was just like, oh, let's just split ways. I hope wherever you're going, you're going to be kind of careful because you act like you weren't on the news and wanted. There's posters with your face up around, girl. Like, there's a bounty on your head and stuff. No offense, but of all the, like, teams that split up, <laughs> that's the most doomed team. Jason and Rose, they <laughs> feel like half a brain cell like that. <laughs> Godspeed, okay? I'm sure we'll get to find out what happened in the next episode, and it'll be fun. We're just going to move on to Rachel. And... Oh, yeah. Rachel. 
don't uh, so she's in, the, she's in the soup kitchen she's like is this food organic oh well you gotta die somehow I guess like ooh I'm too bougie for this food yeah you're missing that cauliflower pizza now aren't you bet you are in the soup kitchen and she meets this girl and you know they're talking it's real cute and it's like oh we're talking about cuckoos and chameleons we're kids and like I don't know what was that we should be wizards I was like who wrote okay. this Whatever. I guess she found a nerd friend. I've never seen anything to indicate that Rachel's a nerd. I've never seen anything to indicate what she's trying to do is be a free bird. So I think she just lied to this girl to try to make a friend. To be I, honest with you. I don't understand. What was... Like, I legitimately sat there and I was like, what point in this season did Rachel ever express that she was dying to be free? Never. When did that happen? I think happen? she's literally just mirroring that girl. That girl was like, yeah, adults are the worst. She just wanted to be free, right? And Rachel's like, yeah. Rachel's just trying to make a friend. She just said, I think she just stood up with just going whatever she said in that conversation so she had somebody to talk to. Either that or Trigon is up in her head just saying anything. <laughs> I know he free, wants Rachel, to be free. free. <laughs> he wants to be free. I know that. That's true. He's trapped in that gem and he's trying to be untrapped out here. Spread his wings. Spread some demon love. And it looks like he spread some gargoyle wings out here. Well, yeah. And, you know, just to prove how wrong Dick was about, you know, these kids with powers needing help and guidance, immediately her powers <laughs> murder someone. She yeah. has been free of the adult for, what, five minutes? And here we go. Well, because just like what, what, what Dick said about Joey, if they have these powers, they're going to use them. Yeah. Like, so... In broad it's daylight. like there's a possibility they'll just go their whole lives and not use them because that's safe. Have you met humans before? Right. Everyone we've seen that has powers has used them since they've been left unattended. Exactly. Everyone. And she didn't. Even Joey. Remember Slade was like, don't you ever. Mm -hmm. And how Dick found out about him. You know, Dick, an enemy of Slade's. Could have been anybody. Luckily, he was yeah. Dick Grayson. Saw him using it in broad daylight in that shop. Yeah, in the middle of that store. And look, if they, look, like if they weren't the Titans, if they were bad people, he could have just walked up and joined and killed them right then because his powers leave him so vulnerable. Yeah, his body was just... Yeah, so it's just like... Bonk. I don't know what people are seeing, but... They weren't but trying to hurt really, Joey. Like, he's going to use his powers regardless, and he's going to be reckless and not careful and not even think about who might see him and what they might do if he don't have no guidance. Because Dick Grayson could have been anybody that saw him do that. And what was Gar doing with his powers? Stealing um, video games, right? Yeah. So it's just like, come on now. They have like, them, based on what we've seen, he's not lying. They were like, oh, he was saying that he was being manipulative. I'm like, what are you talking about? We just saw him using his powers in, recklessly in public. It's the truth. Yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and like, poor Connor. Oh uh, how many times Eve tells him to go sit down somewhere? Yeah. Um, yeah, Connor just killed a bunch of cops. I think they might actually need some people to help them. Just a guess. Yeah. I don't know. Just Maybe. thinking about it. Because, uh, I mean, Gar was doing his bestest. But, you know. <sighs> so, next point. Um, Dick's cellmates are told to kill him for whatever gain. Um, because the stupid white cock was... The, right, the white cop was, like, hugging up on him in the damn courtyard. Right. The white cop was doing that on purpose because he mm -hmm. knew... 
that even if Dick didn't agree to side with him, people would just think that he had if he kept pulling him aside and put his arm around him. So Dick would get pressured into going along with it to stay safe. Yeah, like he'd have no choice but to come to his side. Take his helper, yeah. for him or whatever. Yeah, because people would start gunning for him. Um, but what he didn't count on was your boy is suicidal, so he doesn't even care. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, what he didn't count on is Dick doesn't ever care. Like, I ain't never seen nobody with love self-preservation. Even when he's not suicidal, he don't be scared when he's supposed to be. Bruh. The (laughs) only time, we already talked about this, the only time we've seen this man scared was when Gar turned into a tiger. And he was like, oh, shit. (laughs) That's the only time. And then he ran behind Corey to hide. That's the one time we saw him properly scared. A complete list of Dick Grayson's fears is tigers. (laughs) That's the whole list. He's just scared of tigers. That's hilarious. <laughs> that really is funny. He ain't scared of slaves. He ain't scared of knives. He ain't even scared to die. He's just scared of tigers. Trigon can get smoked. Did you see how he just ran at that damn wall at the end of um, of the, the second to last episode, the finale last season? Corey and Donna were like, where are you going? He's just like bucking it full speed. Tom Cruise run towards this damn wall. Like, what are you doing, sir? (laughs) There's a demon in there. Like, what are you doing? What are you going to do to the demon, Dick Grayson? In your little jacket. Like, you just go run up a dare and just find a demon. (laughs) My lungs. I can't deal with it. This show is so funny. It's not even trying to be. This show is so funny to me. Oh my god. I was (sighs) crying laughing through the the whole prison sequence. Like, every time we get back to the prison, I'm just dying over here. (laughs) Like, oh lord. Like, we're gonna gonna get back to jail, but first we gotta get to the cabinet's break-in. Oh yeah. Oh, boy. And can I say, I think this is when they made Mercy change her mind. When they um, when they snatched up Crypto and Connor was like, oh, hell no. Nah. And then when they trained Gar and he, like, looked concerned, I think that's when she realized, wait a minute, she's, Connor's not a sociopath. He cares about these people in this house. Mm-hmm. That's when she thought, oh, I think I can use something, do something with this connection or do something other than have him not be a mass murderer because it looks like he's got, like, feelings or something like I think that's what happened there because that was because um when Carter was showing a concern uh for Gar and about to wreck everybody's ass over crypto she was like oh I think I see something here and also think that's when she understood oh this is why Eve Watson was acting all crazy over this damn weapon Mm -hmm. it's a person yeah so I'm wondering if she's um gonna try to use him or them for Lex or for herself I guess we'll see well I mean because she doesn't seem to like Lex she's one of those like ambitious underlings that has her own aims of some kind yeah that don't necessarily totally line up with Lex is trying to do yeah because she obviously doesn't like him so no <laughs> I mean what she, she thinks he's a sociopath she thinks he's evil and thinks anything with his brain in it should die yeah so so. Yeah, I don't know where that's going. Um, and yeah, also when she was like, she was going to, I mean, we'll get to it later, but when she was saying she wants to let Gar free, I'm like, she has no real beef with the Titans, so it's got to be about something else. 
Yeah. I mean, I think she has her own goals all together that she's trying to accomplish. Her own goals besides a decent work-life balance, at least. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think we're going to see more of like what... Um, what she wants, but I definitely think what she wants is to be able to use them to her advantage in some kind of a way. But I guess the question of how evil we'll find whatever those goals are is open. Yep. Um, And, (laughs) oh God, and that speech she gave Connor was really good. Like what she said to Connor, like about how like, you know, we can, you know, fix you and this imbalance in you and you don't want to hurt those people, do you? And like, we made you, we can help you. I was like, oh, you're good. Yeah. Whether she was telling the truth or not, that's what he wanted to hear. Like I was saying, like my whole thing with Slade, what I'm basically trying to say is that the reason he came out of hiding is because Jason said the Titans were back together. But the Titans yes. team Jason was referring to was the new team. So this Yeah, whole, he wasn't referring to the old team. The old team were in separate places off minding their business. The old team is where they are currently. So yeah. basically, Slade's plan was take these people away from where they are, bring them back, and then break them back break up again. them back up again. And the way he did this was that he kidnapped Jason, which happened to cause Dick to have a psychological split. Right. Um, and Jason to be suicidal. And Dick's psychological split told him he has to tell the truth. And he happened to get to the house just on time as Jason was on the roof. And the only reason Jason was on the roof was because the old team decided to blame him for everything. But they had no reason to. No. Um, and so they decided to tell the secret. And how Slade even know there was a secret, I don't know. Because, like, how would Slade know what it is that he told them happened? And, right. What he told them and didn't tell them. He had no way of knowing yeah. that. So, like, no. none of this was part of his plan. The, the show is saying is, it is, but it's it's not. It's literally impossible. No. Like, the only thing that is his plan, as far as we can see, is to be annoying as fuck to these people. The only that's, thing he actually it. did was bring them back together with Dr. Light, take Jason and nearly kill him, and then apparently spy on them. That's the pictures. Yeah. And, and the mole. If the mole's him and not Trigon. Right, and I, I, I think they're most Trigon. Yeah, people are thinking it's Trigon at this point. Um, so Yeah, because I feel like, um, well, because I was suspecting that, like, before, uh, because uh, everything was only the new only the new team except for Rachel. None yeah. of the other people, I mean, only the old team except for Rachel. And I was like, why is it bothering the old team and Rachel? And why is it bothering Rachel something that most of them wouldn't even know about? Um like, what was the, like, what? Slade don't know Rachel. Like, what was that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was really random. And also just because we we know it falls within the category of things that Trigon could do. And you I saw a I mean? lot of people going, oh, well, the reason he didn't bother Gar is because Gar didn't do anything to him. And I'm like, what did Rachel do to him? What are you saying? Right. And <laughs> then also there was, no, there was no prank for Jason either. No. Yeah. Whatever. Um... <laughs> So, you know, that was, so in my opinion, that was, and then, um, the reason it looked like for a little bit, it might not have been Rachel was mostly just the fact that like, you know, she seemed to have a, have gotten a better control in her powers. We see Nami is that not the case, but her powers are able of, are capable of acting 
completely independently of her even being aware of them. Yeah. Because she she consciously pulled her powers back in, and then even after she'd sort of stopped them, they just decided they wanted to do something else and just went off and got into that gargoyle. She didn't even know what happened. Isn't so that you know, gargoyle it's, it's possible still... she's wide awake for her powers to fire off without her being aware of it. Yeah, is that gargoyle just like flying around? <laughs> Flying around the state murdering people now? Like, yikes. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel sorry for anyone who whoosh, that's that. That's not good. Um. <laughs> so, okay. so, yeah, we, we know that not only can Rachel not, because, like, we knew before that it would sometimes do stuff without her control when she was sleeping, or sometimes she would, you know, get, like, overly excited and do more than she planned on when awake, but this mm. is the first time we'd seen them do something while she's wide awake that she didn't even know about. Right. So, yeah, that's definitely new. Yeah. And, yeah. I can't even imagine how she's going to end up linking up with Corey. I'm guessing Donna is just going to start calling people in a panic. And yeah. It. Um, <laughs> Donna's so useless. Oh, God. When Donna came in that house, I was laughing so hard. I feel like I laughed inappropriately so much in this episode. Like, I don't think it was supposed to be funny, but I was... Dying funny. Listen, <laughs> back to the plot points. This is where we're really like, I was dead. Um, when they started saying, "Oh yeah, now we're gonna start hinting at Nightwing," right? And they had him tell the Alzul, however you pronounce it, story: the bird that comes in the night, right? Dick says, "So this bird comes in the night and saves people." Okay, Lewis. <laughs> He was like, there is no <laughs> First of all, I'm an atheist. Like, he was just being such an ass. <laughs> oh, God. And can I tell you, I was dying. Like, when they're like, oh, we're praying in Spanish. We have the rosary. Oh, are they going to be t- praying to Mother Maria? No. They're going to be playing to Bird Jesus. And who is Bird Jesus? It's Dick Grace. <laughs> Bird Jesus he was like, I can be this bird for you. I, can, I cannot do it. I will be the bird. I cannot do this. And so, like, you know, it's easy because things look so familiar to forget that, like, this is a superhero universe. Things are different. They have their own weird, wacky religions, even though they be pulling out rosaries and stuff. Well, I think it was just their sad attempt at going, okay, the Superman story was a folktale. Let's do a f- another fake folktale, but with humans. And then it ended up. Well, see, and what like they had him pull out was like maybe bad. a necklace with a bird on it. <laughs> then it wouldn't have been like, why is he. Why is he what, you know what would have been fine? You know how they could have avoided it being like a weird white savior, white Jesus thing? Is if they had just been like, oh, there's a story of this person. Legend of, or yeah. legend of Lazul. Uh, no, yeah. Whatever it's called, uh, as well. Um, and just left it at that. Not, he's literally real and <laughs> a god <laughs> and he's going to come and save. They didn't need right. to do all of that. They because like, to be in no the context prayer. of this world, he like they could have implied that, implied or stated that he was talking about some kind of a vigilante. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it would make sense for for small towns to have to have these. To like, I could see his you know towns sort of how Gotham has Batman and Metropolis has Superman. Mm-hmm. I could see his town having Alzul. Like I could follow that, but they made it so religious yeah. with all the like praying and like the rosaries and stuff that it was like, 
well, this got more awkward than it needed to be. That was the problem. And I find like, a now lot y'all really of, have him sitting here praying to Dick Grayson. Yeah, I find like a lot of superhero and comic book stories do that way too much. Like they do it a lot with Superman. They've been doing it with Iron Man too. It's just like, just, yeah, like, they have them do T-poses and everything. There's lots of shots yeah. in all the movies with them in a crowd, and the crowd's, like, reaching out to touch them. They do this all the Right, time. like that weird thing with the Khaleesi, where yeah. there's all these, like, brown hands reading, yeah, reaching yeah. towards her radio but, but I think the difference between, like, even Iron Man, even though I don't like his ass, even the difference between, though, Iron Man, Superman, and Nightwing, too, I guess, Versus Khaleesi, is Khaleesi was like, yeah, I'm saving these brown people, and now they have to fight my army for me. Mm-hmm. That's when it was like, whoa there. Like, so I feel like that's the big yeah. line between those two things. Um, yeah. And I feel like they don't have to make this that awkward, because... People in our real world do have a certain, like, reverence and respect for, like, people they consider to be heroes. And, like, people get very, you know, thank you for your service with, like, veterans and stuff. I feel like there's a way you could have them convey that in a way that is how people convey odd respect for, you know, celebrities and heroes and things like that without having them get really literal with the praying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I think they, I think it can be fine if they do it like this where he's just like, oh, I was inspired by this. Um, yeah this thing that i was told um and he's not using the name literally using the name as well because that would be racist so he's just <laughs> he's just using a name that's inspired by that um yeah. and if even if they have someone else help him come up with the name like say Corey, or even if he comes up with the name himself but Corey's the one who's like don't be batman don't be robin be this new person he's like oh yeah. i know someone i can be like and then decides to be you know what I mean? Like, this yeah. inspired. To, this hero is like, inspired to, by as well. Yeah. The way that these people feel inspired, you know, by this person, like, looking out for them, he wants to, like, be out to people. Like, I get it. I feel like just adding all of the religion was what made this so awkward. Yeah. I think there's like, a way to fix it. So hopefully yeah. they fix it, yeah. but it was super unnecessary. <laughs> I could have... When I tell you I was laughing so hard, I was wheezing. Because he was praying in Spanish forever. It was an extended sequence. Just like, I was like, make it stop. It was like, they were like really laying it on thick with every single thing this episode. Like, everything. And it got to a point where I almost felt like, I feel like the guy was doing that on purpose. Because, like, because you saw they kept being, like, they kept coming up with a plan and be like, so what do you think? And, you know, and clearly they could tell from, like, what he was saying about, like, he knows how many guards and the angles. Like, he knows some stuff. Like, he could help. Like, they kept kind of, you know, being like, hey, Dick, come on. Come on, Grayson. Well, come he on. did say, like, unless you have answers, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So maybe he was being dead serious. Like, do you yeah. have answers, man? <laughs> yeah. So I do, might need some of them. And I could completely buy that potentially the reason that guy was do- doing that was like so that like you see me praying hard here, bruh. Like you know, like maybe that's the reason he's doing it in space. <laughs> what he was really saying was, Azul, please inspire this fool to be of some use in this situation. Like, yeah. who knows? I, mean, I would and, love a translation. And I will say the thing is, he didn't um, save them in a really gross way with how Game of Thrones yeah. was Khaleesi. It was more like, they had the plan, they mm-hmm. were going to execute the plan, they were a man short. 
Yeah, and so he provided the backup. He just provided backup. He didn't try to escape with them. They're never going to thank him. He's never going to get acknowledged, worshipped. None yeah, of that. Yeah, nowhere to go, none of that. Not going to yeah. see them again. Nobody's going to owe him any favors. So it's different. Yeah, and like, I didn't find it to be gross. I found it to be hilarious. <laughs> Let me distinguish that. <laughs> like, because it didn't feel like, oh, this is some like disgusting setup. It felt like, oh, this is a little clumsy. Yeah. Like it felt it felt clumsy, not gross. I guess. And I also really, really appreciated that they didn't have some brown person die to give him white man pain. That didn't happen either. They didn't die. One of them dudes got stabbed in the neck. <laughs> well it wasn't for him. True. <laughs> It wasn't to give him man pain. So <laughs> he um, did say, "You guys should take that as your inspiration, not do this." <laughs> yeah. you say, he said, "Take oh, that God. as your sign." <laughs> he was so wild. Ralph was, was like, "Listen, you shut the fuck up, okay? Mind your goddamn business." <laughs> oh God, I Ooh. thought it was really interesting how they handled this, and like, you know, I think that, like, you know, we were talking about earlier in any situation like this. He's the savior and the hero, and he's white. Like, he's a hero who's white. He's a savior who's white. So, like, always things have potential to look a little clunky or a little weird or something like that. And I don't think this was handled. Like, I've seen things where, like, the the clumsiness or the weirdness got to the level where it was definitely, like, who got stopped and this was offensive, offensive and unpleasant. And I don't mm-hmm. think this fell in that category. It just felt like maybe we could have had just a whole minute less brain in Spanish and this whole thing would have worked better. But this is also why it's important to focus on the new team that's more diverse and showing them help and save people because you mm-hmm. wouldn't look so damn weird. Like the optics wouldn't be so fucked if you guys would sh- let Corey do more, let Gar do more. Mm-hmm. Um, which Gar did get to do stuff and he's going to get to do more towards the end. But I'm like... This whole season should have been about the new team. So it should have yeah. been, Corey and Gar should have been saving people. Joey should have been out here saving people. Rose, like, yeah. this didn't need so to then, be. Then, then we don't even have this sort of, like, optical problem. Right. Um, being so stupid. Exactly. We had to sit around with all these white people who want to be a lot of things that are not heroes. Right. They want to be singers. They want to be junkies. Yeah. They want to be a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but they don't, they, they want to do museum exhibits, but they don't want to be nobody's hero. And it's like you definitely had him saving white people yeah. all throughout the series too, but it just looks stupid because they won't let other people do things right now. They're just like, we'll let the old team be here, but all they've been doing is saving themselves or yeah. saving each other get from getting into situations that they put themselves in. Ahem, Jason. Uh <laughs> Like, if you weren't being a dumbass and the whole team wasn't here, it definitely could have just been the new team fighting crime. I'm sure somebody was getting mugged as they were out there trying to save Jason's dumbass. Some lady lost her whole purse because of him. Like, <laughs> like you should have been watching this. Did he ever get that woman her purse back? Yeah, that poor lady never got her purse back. She just got robbed. Oh, my God. Robbed by the nicest person. Thanks. And just left with a purse. Go. Go and he really did not even mean to rob her. That was so cute. You have money? Can I have your money? That's Thank really. you. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, and 
about Garson and being a Titan isn't about being perfect. Right. That should just be on the wall of the Titan's Tower. It should just be like a plaque as being a Titan isn't about being perfect. Put a mural over the outside of that building. Like, I don't know what to tell you guys. It's so crazy to me the way they act. Like, it's like, we're not going to... Freaking Donna this episode. You're calling Dick for what? We've established that he just screws up all the time. He gets people in trouble. Rachel doesn't want anything to do with him. What are you calling him for help for? Call the police. Yeah. No, seriously, call, call the, police the police. Call the birds. Call someone else. Us. Why are you calling Dick? Because And here's what's really weird. So, like, now everybody's big problem here, what they keep saying that their problem is with Dick is that he's incompetent and he'd be out here getting kids killed. So you see a situation where Dick's got several kids and you're a big warrior and concerned. He's incompetent. He's going to get them all killed. So what do you do? Leave him here with them kids and don't tell nobody nothing? Thanks for helping. You've, I don't know, what made him a depressed incompetent father? Like, what, were you, what was your goal here? Because, look, if you're really worried about these kids, people, you guys could be like, hey, Dick, you're useless and you're going to get them killed. We're taking these kids with us. Right. Or you could be like, hey, you're useless getting these kids killed. We're going to find a group home for them. Um, we're going to, you know, find, uh, we know someone who could take them. We're going to call the Justice League. What? Whatever you're going to do. Uh, we're going to call Diana. We can, I think they got it in some scare. I don't know. But instead, they're just like, oh, I don't think you're up to the job. I don't feel like it. So I'm just going to leave you to fail at it. Hope the kids don't die, but I know they will. Goodbye. They don't offer solutions. All they do is say, we need you to do something for us, but we also need you to do it flawlessly. And we need you to have a way to ensure that nothing goes wrong. There's no possible way this fails. And if it succeeds, fine. We're not even going to be grateful. And if it fails, go kill yourself. That's how they act. Yeah. And they're like, we don't have any input. And matter of fact, it's worse because in the flashbacks, they did have input. Matter of fact, the input some of the stuff he did. Like, remember, it was Don's input that he he told Joey everything. Mm -hmm. That was his input. That was her input. Let him join, tell him everything. But he can only join if you tell him everything. He was like, okay. And he went and did that. Um, I'm, I don't know. That was their input. And remember, he was opposed to letting Joey meet with Slade at all. And it was Dawn's input that she should let him and let him do that by himself. Um, that was what she said. So, And Donna's input was that they just keep using Joey, which luckily he didn't follow. But her whole thing, in that, what's important about that scene is she goes, I guess sweet little Joey is probably lying to us. We should keep using him to get help, get stuff out of him. And it's like, nah, I think it's time to stop. And she was like, and then we'll just let it go. And he's like, no, we'll come up with something else. And she's like, yeah, I'll wait for you to do that. Why is it Why is it always him? Like, why does he have to do everything? Why does everybody act like they weren't there and they didn't see that? It's like, okay, even if he's the leader, why aren't you guys like, oh, let me help you with the plan. Or if you're listening to my plan, you think my plan's shit, say something. Yeah. Which they, like, they disagree. To be fair, they did add their input with stuff. And he but, felt. But he they felt, didn't take credit for any of their input. 
Right. He followed what like, they said. Like, when it all went down, they still were like, this was all you. Like, they didn't add anything. He followed what they said. And my thing is, if Hank was really so innocent and he was against it from the start, he shouldn't have been at that campfire. And he should have been yeah. telling little jokes about how he doesn't dance and throwing the football around and then going home like, I don't agree with any of this. Then why are you doing it? Don't do it then. Right, you're still doing Who's it. You're just doing you it while talking it? a lot of shit. Wait, that's like that's like the person going around on bank robbery like, this is a bad idea. I don't like this. You think the cops are going to give a shit? They're going to be like, you were still there on camera. Well, you also like, see me on camera complaining. I, you, you catch that? That part where I made that face? Your actions need to match what you say or I don't care. Anyway, so the next plot point, because we got way off base. Um... <laughs> Mercy has her talk with Gar, which I really like this because yes. she brought back Niles Calder, which means Supercell is in the same universe again. People are saying it's not anymore, which would have sucked because that's his whole backstory. Um, and yeah, I like that she they are so aware of how Gar's always been used to prop other people and has never had his own storyline. So finally, they're like, we recognize we've been doing this. Here it is. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like, like what do you want, Gar? Like, you can leave the ship here for your plot line. Right. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. I'm I appreciate so it. And I also appreciate how smooth Mercy was. Like, I see why you have this job. You're so good. Mm-hmm. And she like, was, she was right. really killing that. <laughs> she was right. She said the right thing. Like, she... And now I have something here to echo. What are we going through, Machine? Mm. And nevertheless. <laughs> uh, yeah, she, you know, she saw what his background was. She correctly drew the right conclusions about, like, how to get on his side and, like, what to say to him based off of it. And she came through. Mm-hmm. And that makes me wonder, like, how much uh, Lex knows, like, if he's aware of who the Titans is. And all of that, because I mean, in the comics, they're all them being secret is a big deal. But I feel like it might not be on the show, and that he possibly knows who all of them are. Yeah, I mean, they're barely a team, so maybe he doesn't care. Yeah, he probably doesn't care. <laughs> they're I mean, usually just out, you know, rollerblading or doing whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I feel like it might be one of those things where, okay, we'll care when they're doing something that gets in yeah. our way. Yeah, like, if they're not, like, go stop bank robberies. Who cares? Right. Like, he's probably aware, but it's not like the Justice League where Superman's busting his door down like, hey, Lex, I'm here to kick your ass. Like, that's not... <laughs> I'm yeah, here to ruin your way. Like, that's not the first time they've ever gotten his way is by getting hold of Connor. Like, so this is the only time I think they've ever had any reason to have any kind of yeah. That makes sense. Um, it also I don't makes think sense that everyone they, in this um, world is just such busy bodies that if they're not messing with them, they really care what each other's doing. It also makes sense how it was so easy for them to break into the tower because, yeah, it has the top security system from Bruce, but I'm sure Lex, LexCorp has ways to get past those same <laughs> security systems. Like, they're on the same level. As well, far remember, as technology um, goes. he was like, oh, wait, Zone 6 is breached. They started at the roof. Yeah, yeah, and this came in. Uh, so, like, yeah, it would have been hard to, you know, come up or whatever. That's, that's all very locked off. We saw Rose couldn't get out, but that's not how they tried to get in. Mm-hmm. They came down from the roof and they broke the window. Yeah. Rose would have had to do some 
break through the window with a grappling hook type deal to get out of that building <laughs> wouldn't have worked there, so. yeah rose didn't even, didn't even understand that this is not an average building clearly yeah um so it looks like they mostly bypassed it by like not even trying the front door yeah that makes sense um yeah um and last plot point is dick ends up deciding to help his soulmate yeah. escape, which we knew he would. So yeah, we we all knew that was coming, even though yeah. they did a good enough job building tension. That I was like, like don't make me watch all these women. <laughs> we got it. We got it. Yes, we understand. <laughs> I mean, well, let let me rephrase. You and I understand who the good people are in this show, <laughs> but some people needed an actual well, song. We're gonna bring in a gospel singer to go good man as his theme. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have to play that as a night one theme? Is this gonna be his theme song now? Like I thought it was the music they were playing during this last fight, but maybe they'll just play "Good Man" during all his fight scenes, so people understand. Since shit wasn't clicking for them for ten episodes in a row. I don't know why you would tip me like this to be out here making "Good Man" AMVs of Dick. Make edits over all his fight scenes. <laughs> Like, because what we were talking about thematically is clearly a lot of viewers do not understand the difference between a hero and a protagonist. They don't. They also don't a hero know what is an... somebody who is a good person that does good things. A protagonist is the person through whose eyes we are seeing the story who is telling the story. Exactly. Anybody can tell a story. Assholes can tell stories. <laughs> I don't know It's not clicking. I mean, we have an asshole who's been telling a story all season. We have a couple of assholes who've been telling stories out here. Um, and sometimes people are wrong even about themselves. Like, I don't I don't know what people with self-awareness, other folks are hanging out with, that they just assume because somebody said something and they talk about themselves that they're right. right. Do you know how many people I've met say stuff about themselves that's dead wrong? Almost everything I've seen people directly say about themselves is wrong. Every chick I've ever met who's like, I'm not the kind of girl who take this, that, and the third from a man has been wrong. I ain't never Oof. seen a woman who don't take that, say that to me. Never seen it. No. <laughs> like, no, no, no. The elusive creature that says that and then has a man that don't play basketball with her head, I ain't met her. I mean, people don't understand what an unreliable narrator is. Most of us ourselves are unreliable yeah. narrators. Him saying, I killed Deathstroke's son, just flat out saying it like that, was a big ass, bold face ass lie. Yeah. What is not clicking here? Like, Dick was incorrect about what happened and what he did. He was incorrect about the culpability in a situation, and so were several people. And by the way, by several people, I mean every person who says it's Dick Grayson's fault that Slade Wilson stabbed Joey Wilson to death has been wrong. And just, <laughs> because the person whose fault it is is the person who did it. Spoiler. Just because you have enough characters to something doesn't make it true either. And I feel like the last episode no. was telling us something and everyone missed it. Ellis was supposed mm -hmm. to parallel Joey. What mm -hmm. what did you guys not get? That was a direct That's why the scene parallel. with Adeline and the scene with uh, the sister, that's why Adeline and Ellis' sister were, were paralleling each other. What did they not understand? 
It's the most obvious thing ever. They went back and she came and she said, your actions caused this kid to die. This is on you. And they're like, but wait, we didn't actually kill him. And she's like, it doesn't matter because this is how I feel. This is what they've been doing to Dick this whole season. What did you guys not get? So you, like, I, what is the confusion? <laughs> I mean, I, is it really that confusing just because someone said so? Like, and like, do you really believe these folks wouldn't lie? Like, the answer to the question of why it is these people keep lying is they don't want to take responsibility, but they know that they get guilty easy, so he'll take all the responsibility for everybody. So they're just putting it on him because they know he'll carry it, and they don't want to carry it themselves. That's why Slade's doing it, because Slade doesn't want to admit, I killed my own son. That's why Avalon's doing it, because she put him in that situation. When she sat Slade down, and she was like... Look, they told him everything, and he decided he was going to move, and he was going to go to these people. He's going to the Titans now, and you need to fix it and then disappear forever. And he was like, thanks for, you know, lying to him for me or whatever, letting him believe certain things. Oh, I didn't do it for you. Who? Am I the only one who saw that scene and knew what was coming next? Was that Slade would rather kill him than let someone else have him if he didn't have access to him? Because... That was my whole thing is I can't 100% say whether how they wanted us to read him killing Joey, like whether it was on purpose or whether it's because he was in some rage induced like cloud, whatever you know what I mean. But my whole thing is you tell what that said to me was I expect what I expected him to do next was hurt Joey, and the next time we see Joey, he's confronting him with 80 weapons. But but my my thing here was like. What other outcome could there be but violence? You know what I mean? So either she yeah. was telling, she was probably not telling him, hey, go kill Joey, but she's telling him to no. go kill someone because you're telling a killer, fix it. How do killers right. fix things? So you want exactly. to go kill a bunch of kids? Right. Yes. She said, he, she was literally saying, you know, fix, him and br- fix it and bring him back. So she was basically saying, go kill the Titans, bring him back here and be gone. Right. Like, and the Titans were early 20s. These yeah, are a bunch of was, young adults. It was Garth's like, 23rd birthday, and Garth and Donna were the oldest of them. Right, so they're like 21 to 23-year-olds. Yeah. Um, when you kill nobody, they just befriended your yeah. son, and he told them the truth, and he got mad and moved out. And she knows that's what happened, because he told her what happened. Yeah. He told everything they told him, which yeah. was the complete truth. It was, yeah, you guys have been lying to me about dad being a killer. Um, I'm moving out. I don't appreciate yeah. you doing that. Bye. So your response is, let me go to the serial killer and say, they've taken our son away from us. You need to fix it. Why are you phrasing it like that unless you want him to kill them? Right. And even when she said, and then I want you gone forever. When Why would you say that? Then threaten Slade. Because, okay, why? I wouldn't even imagine in that situation that if I were to say that to him, he would do anything other than go. Then, right. Like, if I... Because, like, why should I go and fix all this and kill all of these people if I don't get to have my son? Why would you do that? A hundred percent tell him to go kill somebody. He had no intention of leaving Joey alone. In my opinion, it seemed like he was trying to recruit Joey to go be like him. Yeah. He showed, up with all his, he, was doing. he showed up with all his um, weapons and he's like, you chose family. This is what happens to Titans. Like he's trying to convince him, hey, be a killer like me. Join my cause. 
Which yeah. is what he does to Rose in the comics, by the way. Yeah. And, like, he's, and, you know, he's trying to create that split between, like, your life is a normal person and your life is this by implicating him in the murder of this friend of his, right? Yeah. By having him be present and by trying to get him to, like, take his side or something like, or, like, you know, however you want him to take his side in that situation. Yeah. Like, let me so show you how to be a murderer, son. Watch closely. Yeah, because it's one of those things where that's how a lot of, like, mobs and things like that, how they get people locked in, even, like, the prostitution industry, is what they do is, you know, when when girls do their first job or whatever, then they're like, ha, we've got all these pictures, and we've got you on record, and we're going to send this to everyone you know, you might as well just stick with it. Like, you get his hands bloody, then he can't turn back to the regular world. So, <laughs> like I, a weird analogy, but that's all I ever talk no, about. No, no, that's fun fine. I mean, it's just like I don't really understand why people need things spelled out for them, and then even when it is spelled out, they still don't get it because Rachel said flat out when when Donna said, "Who gets a kid killed? Who does and lies about it? Who does that?" Rachel said you were there too. You told the same lie. It's the same yeah. lie that they all told. Yeah. They all lied back in this kid kid killed. They all lied to the kids there. They and all she hit couldn't stuff even she couldn't even really properly defend herself. She goes, Well, we thought it was for the best. So then if you thought it was for the best, why do you think Dick didn't think it was for the best? Like how do you understand well, you think your it was for the worst, but you thought it was for the best? Why? Like you can understand your own reasoning for doing it, but you can't understand his exact same reasoning for doing. It. What do you mean? Like, what does that mean? What does it mean? I don't get and it. Literally, to me, all it means is she wants to use him to scapegoat her own guilt. Right. That's what they're all doing. And then you can tell that they're full of shit because then when things are hitting the fan, look who they're calling. Mm-hmm. So y'all don't really How believe he's so he? bad or incompetent or any of that. Otherwise, why would you call him? Why would you call him for help? How is he going to help you but make the situation worse? Right, because he's useless. <laughs> so they're liars, and they're literally just using his... They're using him from both directions. Because on one hand, they're using him to get help. On the other hand, they're using him to soak up all their guilt, blame, and the things that should give them guilt and low self-esteem. He's the punching bag that team yeah um he's he's the emotional punching bag and well physical yeah. for hank and guards like <laughs> just the physical punching bag she's yeah. like um it's really trash and uh all of these people are trash adeline is a trash person who might be being mind controlled i don't know what's wrong with adeline mm-hmm. because she went from being like get out of our lives and you need to fix this, and we need to hide from you to, hey, hang out on my couch. Okay. Whatever. And what changed your mind was him being dead? What was the only problem between you all that you had a living son in danger now that he's dead? Well, what could possibly go wrong now? Well, <laughs> that's the other potential problem is that she knows Joey's inside there, and she just doesn't care. And that's the only reason she wants him there is so selfishly she gets to talk to Joey sometimes. Even though Joey is probably always saying, help me. Please help me, Mom. Mom, help me. She's just like, I'm glad you're here. Fuck you. <laughs> What's well, up to you? As like, you can what? see like that, with that scene with Slade, it was clearly about possessiveness because there was no way she would, there's no way I can believe she said that to Slade in that tone with a complete unawareness that she was putting Joey in any kind of danger by saying this. You know what I mean? Because why would you sit down and be like, he's got it against you. Like, kill these people and bring him back. I didn't see anything about 
assuming there would be any willingness. Sounds like you don't care. You don't care if he wants to be there. You don't care if he wants to be with these people or not. Sounds like it's just about possessiveness. They were treating him like possessing from the jump, and now he's literally a a possessing. Like he's like, yeah, there. He's a thing that Slade has in his head. Like it's just. Um, kind of like how Rachel's just carrying Trigon around. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, you might as well be in the gym. Like, what the hell is on? Like, how do you side with this? And I don't feel like I'm, I'm not I'm not a genius. I'm really not. Maybe I'm smarter than the average person. I doubt well, it. You're clearly smarter than the average bear. I like, guess. Clearly. Because I don't think I don't think this is taking so much of my mental capacity to sort out who the good and bad people are here. Like, I don't think it's that hard to figure out. My sister, who, by the way, has knows nothing about comics, watches the show, like, once in a while. Like, if I'm watching it, sometimes she'll see, like, 10 minutes of it, whatever. She sat down and watched the last two episodes while I was at work and came home, and she's like, what the fuck? Why is everyone blaming Dick Grayson? I'm like... If you can sort that out as a casual viewer who has no emotional ties to this show, and then you can get back to me, I would also like to know. Because I, I can't mean, sort it out. She clearly hasn't seen Slade wear as many tight sweaters. I still think that's what's wrong with a lot of the fandom. It's the Morales be like, I'm wearing a tight Henley. It's halfway unbuttoned. I'm wearing a tight sweater. And people are like, Slade is zaddy. Like, can Dick just take off his shirt so that we can get back on track? Exactly. Is that what needs to happen? He just needs to take his shirt off. I think that's off. literally what needs to happen. Oh, Lord. Does somebody need to get butt-ass naked for y'all to be like, all right. Okay. Somebody other than Connor. Maybe he's worth listening to. We gotta see some titties, Dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. We gotta see some. We, that seems to be the difference in determining who is good and evil in this show is how much cleavage are they showing. Right. We gotta get a, we gotta get a shower scene with you and Corey. I'm sorry. Like, these are... It's come to this. I don't know. That's how we determine heroic morality around here. Good grief. Um, so, yeah. Um, I also wanted to just talk about Jason real quick and just vent a little because... Oh, you wanted to talk about uh, our garbage monster trash boy. Um, yeah, let's talk about you. You're disloyal trash. Uh, you're completely useless. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. I was thinking maybe this portrayal will be different. Maybe this time y'all will be bros. Maybe this time you will choose bros before hoes and you disappoint us all. Duplicity. Jason was so sorry. Dick went so hard for him. Dick was going to... And, like, we saw, like, there was a window. He saw all this happen. He saw Dick was going to sacrifice himself and die for him. He saw Dick fight for him <laughs> like he saw dick like come through for him when he was up on that roof and he was at the end of his tether dick you know talked him through it he gave him his deepest darkest secret that he held closest to the vest and then this dude really threw it in his face and was like supposed to just left the house i gotta go i just okay just on principle look I have never been able to get behind Jason in the books because he's an asshole and he has always, I don't, look, I can only care about your sob story to a certain point. When you start shooting actual children um, and doing things to people who have done nothing to you because you're mad at someone else, even after they're dead, you're still trying to kill their other kids. When you're doing all that goofy shit, I don't really care about your story anymore. You're doing too much. Okay, like it's just done. 
Um, it's on the show, at least. I'm like, <laughs> maybe they'll do it differently where it's like, yeah, he's still the, you know, throwing it in his face that he's got a place and whatever. But this time, they'll just let them talk this out. Bruce is not even present, right? So he can't right. even be that wall between them. They can just realize, hey, we don't have any actual problems with each other. You know what I mean? Like, it was all circumstantial, and they can get past it. But it's like, Dick goes out of his way, tries to sacrifice his life, then he comes home just in time and literally pulls you off a ledge, has your back, and you cannot return the favor. That's why. And, like, the worst part is Dick was holding so much shame about the secret, like... And he was willing to fight through all that to help Jason. Because remember, the reason he was even telling the full story, finally, was to connect with Jason, to help Jason. That's how he yeah. got Jason off the roof. The idea that, <laughs> that Dick did that for him and trusted him with something he hadn't ever told anybody. And then he turned on him like that immediately afterward? Immediately. Because this was directly after he pulled him off that ledge. He went downstairs. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, on principle, right? Even if it's someone I cannot stand, if you if you showed up for me, I gotta have you. I gotta have your back to like you literally just pulled me off a ledge. I've gotta just have your back, like just on principle. Like I just don't even understand. Like so, who? has your loyalty this loyalty is a villain straight so yeah. which what is, what does someone have to do to have your loyalty that's what i'm trying to understand yeah like because i literally can't imagine what it is at this point that that it could do to be deserve deserving of loyalty in jason's esteemed opinion i don't know what it is he has to do to prove that he cares about him either it's just like there's nothing you can do. Saving his life, trying to trade for his, trying to help him in general, you know, training right, talking him. Talking him through him, feeding him and watering him and he ain't okay. Trying, trying to stop him from going after Dr. Life in the first place. Like, it just doesn't matter what you do. So it's just like, And he didn't know. blame him, even though it was absolutely his fault, 80% of the stuff kicked off. He never gave him any blame for that because, like, hey, look at it. It's a, it was an accident. Like, whatever. He could have. He didn't even know about Slade to have expected to have kicked that off by being like, the Titans are bath bitches. Which, by the way, quick moment to say, any old villain of theirs could have seen that and decided to come for them. Because why would you even go on TV and be like, hey, super villains, here we are. Hey, target on our backs. Right. Whoa, Jason. Like, you just were putting you on notice. And then he was mad that he thought immediately after that they were just going to start fighting people in the streets. And Dick was like, you guys are going to stay home and eat vegetables. And then he was pressed. And it's like, okay, to a certain point, you're mad because you're stuck in the house. And I guess you were running around beating the shit out of cops when you were, you know, in Gotham on secret. Because Bruce wasn't letting you do that. But it's just like you being mad that you're not beating the shit out of people in the street isn't enough reason to try and punch someone in the face, to run off on your own in the tunnels and get kidnapped by Deathstroke. Like none of this is like the yeah. most valid. And the only reason he was kidnapped by Deathstroke is because he did another thing he ain't had a business doing, which is run off by himself and not tell anybody, which he was asked several times not to do. Like, 
And another funny and thing he about had, that, and he had to trick Dick. To, he had to trick Gar to even get out of there because remember he's like, oh, we're just gonna look to confirm our suspicions and then go back. And then he went and attacked and attacked him and started the fight. So even that far, he straight up lied to Gar in order to do that. And Gar like, was he, so nice to him, and he didn't even get a good pie or anything like no anything. Um, no, no, wow. nobody got anything from him. Like. No. So Gar doesn't count. Gar can't do enough to be his friend. Dick can't no. do enough to be his friend. Right. I guess all you can do to be his friend is sleep with him. That's it. That's it. <laughs> right. He'll, he'll well, be loyal hey, to do the that. Magic, the magic answer. Like, I guess. Like, I'm like, sorry. Because I imagine he'd have been like, oh, don't care about you either. <laughs> this is not that. really a character I can care about anymore. If, like, there's nothing you can do to be like... I know this person will have my back. If I can't do, like, if I can't trust you, then we don't need to be on a team. Like, I don't. don't No, because it's not a team, then. It's just you hanging around in my proximity until you don't feel like it. Right. Until you can throw me to the wolves, apparently. (laughs) Right. You don't have to outrun the wolf. You just got to outrun me. You trip me, you keep running. That's Jason. That's how they act. Um, I don't even know what to say, like, with that. That was really wild to me. Um, just him and Rachel like, in general. I was just like, what? I don't understand. Well, we at least know that a whole demon might be taking control of Rachel. Because, like, I remember, like, I did read some of the Titans comics, and one plot line that I remember was, like, she had Dragon, like, on another dimension, a soul within her, or something like that, and he was trying to, like, break through, and he was, like, taking over her, and he was, like, turning her, like, steadily, like, more evil and you know all that was happening and that kind of thing and she didn't want to tell me about this like conflict that she was having because i mean what can anybody do it's happening like inside of her or whatever that is a plot line of rachel's so you know it's potential that there's like actually something happening with rachel do you know what i mean well here's my problem with that and it's not even her fault i feel like that's what's happening we should have been seeing more of that. You know, like, they didn't give us enough of this like we, Okay, we know she's day. having problems with her powers, but they're making it unclear to what extent she has problems with her emotions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, what... And what she even wants. Like, I couldn't really tell you what Rachel wanted out of this season until now i guess she wanted to be free like i had what i had no idea <laughs> because other characters were earlier complaining about feeling trapped and wanting to get out and do stuff but rachel was like chill out eat your piece and do your homework and she like was, she wasn't about that at all she was actively trying to stop rose from leaving and even like made excuse dick is just trying to keep us safe you know he wants us safe yeah. she was the main she was the only kid she, saying that all the other kids were yeah like, she was arguing with them and the other ones were like let us out let us fight people right. she was always arguing with them right. so it's not even like they portrayed rachel as wanting to like get free and run the streets she's been saying the opposite of that this whole the season opposite this whole season so i was just like what is going on but I mean, then and that's why I, I can't tell. Like, was she just straight up lying to that girl, like, just right. to try to make friends? Because that girl was saying that, yeah, I'm trying to be free, but she just agreeing because we know Rachel don't care about lizards either. Right. Like, so, and it's hard to tell if this is just like wonky writing or if Rachel's just acting out. If like we're supposed to register this as her acting weird, or if it's just she's being young. Do you know what I mean? And to be frank, why did they even add that Jason feeling suicidal subplot and him seeing the windows thing 
if they were just not even going to address it with the old team. Because I feel like they needed to apologize for that shit. And remember I said they would just skip over that? Why was I right about that? What the hell? That was so bizarre. Like, I, it didn't even cross my mind that they might just completely skip over. We've not answered the question of who is doing these damn pranks. No. We've never discussed it as a group that it happened. Right. The only time the rest of them even found out something hadn't just happened to them individually was in that scene with Jason. Because, like, remember they were talking, Hank was like, wait a minute, something was left in my room. Yeah, never even. And she's like, why didn't you tell me, babe? There's three episodes left, right? <laughs> we know episode 11 they ain't going to be talking about nobody's mole. Yeah. It won't fucking matter by 12. Like, this whole mole subplot cannot be a thing. Like, does it matter now? For they're all in their own directions, hopefully there's some hicks that are about to kick the door in and just, like, completely rid us of Dawn. The only way this would still matter is if one of them is with the mole and that mole is about to fuck some shit up. That's the only way it would still even matter to the plot. Yeah. And I mean, okay... Again, if the mole is in fact Trigon, then that, you know, could be construed as like a hint at something mystical as a foot. Whatever. So, I guess it could still matter if... If it's like Dawn or Rachel, not Rachel, Dawn or or Rose or something. And like, if as we speak, Rose is like driving Jason to Slade and die. Like, that would matter. (laughs) Can I tell you that would make that entire life? I'd be like, well, Um, people die every day. The next time we see Don, we, we, next time we see Don, it's like her and Slade in that cabin, and he's like throwing her back out. It's like, oh, surprise. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I, I, would, I would die laughing, by the way. Die laughing. Um, and it turns out, it was Don leaving all the pictures. Uh, but who knows? Who cares? Who cares? Um, I mean, honestly, I would have been completely okay with getting, like, roughly two episodes of Slade, one episode entitled Rose, one entitled Joey, and no more Slade this season at all, and we could have just had more Cadmus and Blackfire. <laughs> uh, you know, because Slade's not even, like, he could be a good villain, but it's just they forced it by trying to drag Dick down to his level first and that's never anything yeah. that happened in the book so I don't even know what they were no, and everybody here. has to be acting like they're crazy to even pretend like there's some sort of a comparison to draw because not only is Dick Grayson just generally nice he's the nicest dude in the whole Bat family he's not even like average amounts of nice he's like the nicest dude in any of his comics like I've been reading the Dick the Grayson series, and in every single comic, the nicest person you encounter in the whole comic is Dick Grayson. If there was anybody you wanted to play this, compare them to the villain, there but for the grace of God, go I game with. It just can't be him. He's just too damn nice. And even here, this is like supposed to be the darkest thing he's ever done. And it's not even dark. Like They couldn't even the do it properly. invited the wrong kid to come over for a sleepover. They couldn't even do it properly because it's so out of character for him to really be out here doing horrible, mischievous, dangerous shit to other people. So they couldn't even have him actually do it on the show. Like They just have people right. treat him like he did it, but he didn't actually do it. Because what did they do to Joey? Because the only way this would work is if he, in order to get back at Slade, murdered Joey 
not was tangentially related to or arguably one of the causes of, I'm talking killed, like murdered him. That's the only way that this works. And you know what's funny? Remember, like, it was in, before the season started, it was when one of the trailers they had Don saying, um, stop your experiment or I'm going to burn this place to the ground. What I was thinking, like what a lot of people was thinking was, oh my God, like when, when the end of episode four rolled around, we're like, oh my God, he kidnapped Joey and he has him locked up in a room. He didn't tell the other Titans. Like it has to be some real evil because he's out here evil smirking, right? He didn't do any of that. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. See, I'm a believer. I knew when he did that smirk, the next time we were going to see them, they were really going to be playing checkers and eating popcorn. We and I was really about they were having beer at a bonfire. We joked about that, but I was like, you just compare what actually happened to the way he's being treated, and it's just so wild because have any of them even said Slade killed his own son? They haven't no, even the only one who ever said that was Rose, who caught amnesia last episode. Yeah, who now said, you're the reason my brother's dead. So now she's changed her mind, too. This is yeah, like, am I going crazy? That was one first thing she I said. losing my well, mind? My brother killed him for falling in with the wrong people. Okay, now you found out the wrong people is there. He still killed him, bitch. But whatever. What is going on? Uh, and then also, what is that implies on? that, and like her saying that strongly implies that Slate told her. So, right? Like, because where else would she have found out even that? Like, because we know Adeline ain't her mama. So, so Slade really was like, you fall in with the wrong crowd, I will kill you. That's what Slade, I killed killed Joey because he fell in with the wrong people. She really, he he told her. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's the only answer to who told her. He told her and then she drew the conclusion. Okay, but it's still your fault. Let's go. We're going to fight. And now that she's yeah. like, oh, I know who the wrong people are. Never mind. What? What is happening? What is happening? What is happening? I need Corey or Gar to say, I need someone to say out loud, you did not actually kill him. Like, that wasn't actually you. You didn't do it. I need one person to say it before I lose my mind. It's so insane. And I honestly, like... When, when Hank slapped him, he shocked the shit out of me. Because, like, I was really watching that. And, um, and, you know, we saw the flashback. We saw Dick be nothing but his friend and be nice to him and try to help him. Like, we saw when he saw that, you know, Donna was all messed up and the Amazons were killed. And he, you know, gave them that deadly, gave her that deadly warning and all of that. Then he's like, oh, God, I sent him off to meet him by, my, by himself. Let me go. We see, we see all that. We see him create this weird, threatening, intimidating situation and start trying to mindfuck Joey and all this kind of stuff. We see Joey, like, right, like not really with the shits, but also kind of intimidated, like, don't know where this is going. And then we see Slade admit that it was a setup for Dick. Like, so it's not even like, I didn't, like, yeah, Joey didn't know he was going to follow him or whatever, but Slade set that up intentionally for him to follow him. He says that to Dick. Like, he yeah. says it out loud with his own mouth. So it's not like, oh, Dick violated his trust. No, Slade set him up and Dick fell in the trap. And then Joey, because we're going to talk about how they're taking away his agency here. Joey saw that. uh, Clearly he made a choice to forgive him or at least decided his life was worth saving and decided, yeah, I'm going to save his life. He died a hero. Yeah. He had all available information. He knew 
what he uh, he knew what beef that you know Dick had. He, like he knew about Slade having killed his friend, and he saw, saw the suit and everything. We told him that, so you know, so he he knew why Dick sought him out. He knew that Dick sought him out to try to get to his father. Dick told him that he was aware of that. These are all things that he knows here and are part of his decision making process. <laughs> he went to speak to his father one on one. Did speak to him. Slade gave him a whole bunch of weird pimp game. He was a little unsure, but he got sure when this dude was about to kill him in front of him and made a decision. And now everybody's like, he's a kid. He don't know what he's doing. Dick confused him. It's his fault he's dead. Yeah. Apparently, Dick was the master manipulator and the seducer, but not Slade. Not the man 20 years his senior. Slade is not his peer. This is an old-ass man doing wild shit to a bunch of 20-something-year-olds. Early 20-year-olds. And people don't, people, when people are talking about this show, they never acknowledge that Joey and uh, Dick were peers. That's why they, that's why in this, they were able to just be hanging out the football round. It's normal because they're close in age. Like, yeah, Joey's a few years older, but he wasn't a child. He's old enough to have a job. He's old enough to be like, I'm going to move out when he decides he wants to leave. And for her to be like, well, I just have to let him move out if he wants to move out. He wasn't running away from home. He was moving out. That's why he didn't sneak out. Like it, implied, it was implied that he was a teenager, but it wasn't implied that he was like 16 or younger. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he was he at was, least 16 because he had that job at the record store. So he's right. at least 16, probably 18. Because if you're 16, you're like, mom, I've decided I'd like to leave. I mean, have you decided you want to go to Juvie? You know you can't just be like, I'm going to move out, right? <laughs> like, so it's like, you have to be 18 to, be, to decide you're going to leave. So, Like, we don't know what age he was, and who knows no. when they'll tell us. We know he was, but we, we know do the know. youngest he was, was 16, the we, youngest. We do know Dick was probably around 20, 21. Yeah. And Garth and Donna <laughs> were 23. Mm-hmm. We know that much. So yeah. we know Dick was barely done being a teenager. Yeah. Like, literally, the maximum maximum age gap between them is five years. Max. Right. Like, because, you know, we didn't get an exact age, but we know that Joey's not younger than 16, and Dick is not older than 21. Right. So they're peers. Like, this isn't, like, they talk about it like there's this grown man doing these mysterious things. People in these age groups date each other. They're peers. They hang out together. Like, when they you were 16, did you not together. have friends that are that age? Hanging out together and talking about music. Like, it wasn't even... Yeah. Like, they, they were, you know, they, they throw the football, the football around. They listen to CDs together. Like, they're and peers. Even, even with the episode four, people were like, oh, Donna's acting like she's a teenager. And I'm like, she's... Not that far from being one, though. Think about it. Yeah. They're in there talking about orange soda and clownfish yeah. and um, throwing <laughs> yeah. a football around. Right. I'm, like, yeah. barely sure that Donna lost her virginity to Garth in that episode. Like, they were, they were acting like, like her everything about, like, four. her, like, behavior and everything and, like, her body language and her love scene indicated, like, this, this was all pretty new for her. Like, they, strongly yeah, implied she was looking at Virginia. They were all scene. acting like awkward young Adults, which they weren't. They yeah. were all in their early twenties. Um, so it's really crazy to be like, This grown man seduced my son. Yeah. Cause like remember, this is only like 
what, a year or so after Donnie and uh, Hank dropped out of college, maybe? Yeah, Yeah. so, I mean, they're all very young, Um, but no one is treating them that way. And it's actually really bizarre to me to have someone who's two years younger than me me turning them like, you're my leader, you need to make all choices for me, dick. What are you doing? <laughs> right. What are you doing, Aren't Donna? You really what the hell? Grown woman is seriously that Amazon's Donna. You don't just you thought like got something? If you feel like you think you think Wonder Woman is forget ages for a second. You think Wonder Woman is gonna run it off and doing Batman's dumb goofy ass plan if she doesn't agree with it? <laughs> no. His plan needs to make sense before she's like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> And can I also point out how much how weak sauce Donna is? Like, I will never forget that comic where Wonder Woman really stomps Bruce out because he's wild then. You know who's not gonna do that to Dick Grayson? Donna. That's why I never call her Wonder Girl, because she ain't on nobody's label. <laughs> weak. It's floss girl. Floss girl floss and girl. the Wisconsin pigeons out here. Like, it's embarrassing. Like these pigeons would be taken out by the hawks who were the least impressive thing from legends. Like, <laughs> be un- underwhelmed with yourselves. <laughs> like, these are the saddest birds in the DC universe. And there's a whole lot of birds. We got canaries. We got a lot of birds. Just saddest birds. And this is crazy to me because I feel like Slade even doesn't even, didn't even really need a mole. The team no. was on his side like he they were his on his side already they already hated Dick yeah. you know um they clearly wanted to fail Hank has been wanting to physically harm Dick for years um and then <laughs> also wanting his- an excuse to do that without having Dick whip his ass forever and finally his self-esteem was low enough he could land a punch right and then I was freaking um Rewatching episode five just because it's like the best episode of the season. And I noticed Hank one one day show up and they find out, you know, Jason's missing. Uh Hank's like, Oh Dick, don't blame yourself. The little shitster got himself into the shovel. The yeah. very next scene, I shit you not. They are in the damn tunnels. And Dick says it's good his body's not here because that means he's alive and Slade is now using him as bait. And Hank's like, let me get this straight. He's just bait to you. The whole reason any of this happened is because of you putting the team back together. And I was like, but you just said it was the shitster's fault. Am I and losing the, my and mind? And the only reason anyone's back together is because you, Hank, when they blew your spot up, caught up Dick Grayson, and then had your ass across the country to his house. And then do Don called the Donna and was like, Dr. Light's back. Come back to the house. And they all get there at the same time, and they're like, we're in this fucking place again. You came here. <laughs> These are the stupidest people. Like, do you know oh how God. you could be not in his house? You could not cross the entire country to come to his house. That's how you could be not in his Why house. Why did they come? Do you know how far Wyoming is from San Francisco? Why did they come? I don't get what happened here. I thought they came because they wanted to get back together to solve this problem. But since they get in the same house, they're like, boy, we don't want a rematch. And then they Do you go, just want to eat his food? They go out to fight Dr. Light and they lose. And that does suck. But to be like, this is all your fault. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break Dr. Light out of prison in my sleep? Was I sleepwalking and I did that? How is this my fault that your leg got burned? I just want to understand the way logic works. And let's also point out that the first ones that got they got got by Dr. Light were all people that were out doing stuff that made the news. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe if you wanted to lay low, you could do something like knocking in your superhero costume, beating people up, Don. Maybe yeah. that. Maybe that is what helped got you get you found. Because uh, maybe he didn't have to search the entire country. He just Googled, where's a bitch in a bird costume? And you showed up because you're out in the bird costume no. beating people up. Because think about it. How the hell did they find them? I mean, that's I'm, I, I honestly think that's the answer. Because the only one who, because the two who were not in their costumes doing stuff, Dick and Donna, didn't get hit up by Dr. Light. Um, Dick didn't get hit up until Rose was in the car. And remember, Rose was just fresh off the news. I literally think he was just finding the ones who made the news. But Rose was also, and on top of that, Rose was also still in town. So that was, tracking her after she was on the news is not hard. No. Because there were helicopters and stuff following yeah. her around. Yeah. That was not difficult. Um, yeah. No. And that's what I mean. Like, the people who, like, the three that got, like, you know, attacked by Dr. Light were all freshly off the news in their outlets. Um... So, also, maybe it was that. Also, can I just say that that was attempt on his daughter's life again, having Dr. Light blow up that car? Like, what if, yes. what if they didn't notice in time? He would have died. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is wild to me. And, and can I say that one thing that's bugging the absolute fuck out of me about the fandom right now is all these people who are so convinced that Rose is the mole. There has been nothing to ever suggest that. I'm not saying there wasn't a comic storyline along those lines, but I mean, within the continuity of this show, there's been nothing to suggest that besides her just being his daughter. Like, never. Well, In I fact, there's everything to suggest he's trying to kill her. Things like exploding her car and stabbing her out and throwing it on the stairs. Those kinds of things. Well, I think it could be her, but the only reason I think it could still be her is because I don't trust the writers know how to do this properly. That's the only reason. <laughs> like, I feel like they could they could definitely be like, oh, yeah, it was her the whole time. Aha. And people will like, just accept it and not go, and I mean, well, I'm looking back at all these scenes and that doesn't add up. Like, whatever. No. But. Because, like, within, like, the show, we haven't seen her really trying to ingratiate herself with anyone. She's just been sitting in her room, not really trying to, like, get in the mix, get any information. Some of the stuff, like, the, the pranks, you'd have to know really specific stuff you'd only get... Can you imagine how long you'd have to talk to Donna before she'd tell you what kind of soda that was? But Can you imagine what... how much sad, boring conversation you would have to have with Donna and know about that soda? This is what I'm saying. They never, sh they never bothered to really show all of these people interacting in present day. So it's just like... And they had Rose say that she didn't talk to anyone. Yeah. They had Rose tell us that she yeah. didn't. Rose... So it's not even like maybe it happened off screen. She said she didn't. And she could be lying, like, to be yeah. fair. But my, my thing is, like... It'd be a really have... easy lie to get caught in to lie about having talked to other people that live in the same house as you. We have no reason to believe, like, to not believe her... Because right. we haven't been shown her talking to anyone else. Like, we've literally yeah. never seen that. So it wasn't even, like, a moment where she's like, oh, no one told me the truth. And I, we could be like, wait a minute. 
Then we see her eating breakfast with this person, even just in the background of a scene. We didn't even get that. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't even get, like, oh, here's these two walking to some place together in the hallway, like, in the background. Yeah. Nothing like that even. Like, they just never... As far never... as we can tell, the whole time she's been here, Rose has passive-aggressively been avoiding most people in the house, besides a few conversations right when she first got there that she's spoken to nobody since that whole, like, escape attempt. That's as far as they present to us. That's what that is. And it's like you're doing a terrible job ingratiating yourself, sis. Right? Like, isn't like isn't the why way... even bother to put a mole in the ain't go talk to nobody? Right? Like, isn't the point that the mole would be talking to people and finding out information from them? And yeah, they and the point is that people will trust the mole. So you have to be like trying to be like, oh, I'm your friend. You can, you know, right? And the you're thing trying with Tara. If she's replacing Tara, the thing with Tara was that she was in there, and even though she was still a, she was still a bitch, like just, just her personality, she was yeah. still like talking to a team, and she was dating Gar, and so yeah. Gar trusted her, and it was during, like it was after they all got captured that they sorted, that they found out, oh, it was me all along, haha. So yeah. it's like he didn't, no capturing happened here because Slade's plan wasn't yeah. even too capture them it's so weak and also her and jason are dating until the team's already broken up what is the point exactly. of that what is the so point of no that point dating, there's no point in dating jason to get titans info if you just, if you're just off if you're not even you know what i mean like none of this makes any kind of and another thing is tara was actually like with the team doing stuff and participating remember how everybody was like oh my god jason and remember gar went off on her like you don't even act like you care Terrible mole. Act like you care. Right. She was just like, <laughs> she was like, blame yourself for it. I don't give a damn. Huh? So, huh? I, so if they really what? come through and tell me that Rose was the mole, it's like, I'm going to call bullshit. I'm because of people out on this side. It's who, not going to make sense. Who was that her? Like, the only person who would look bad was one Dick and two Rachel because they were the two people who were like, Dick was like, no, she needs our help. And Rachel was like, I agree. Everyone else was like, I don't give a shit. It's like, boo, kick her out. Right, exactly. So it's just like, mm. and they already right. hate Dick anyway, so who cares if he looks bad? <laughs> right. Like, even... I mean, maybe it'll, what, Jason's feelings because he has bad taste in women. Who cares about Jason's who cares? feelings? Who cares? Like, that would be on. I wouldn't give a single shit if this whole mole thing, the whole point was, oh, now Jason's feelings are her. hurt. I love her. She's bad. I'd be like, well, you should have loved that you would have this problem. Oh, God, holy puns. <laughs> okay, he's got to be Richard again, because when I hear myself say out loud, see if you'd have loved Dick and not her, you would have this problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But, like, really, if, if you'd instead gone with the person who had shown you that they were trustworthy and that they cared about you and you put lo your loyalty there, you wouldn't even been caught up. And that's not e that doesn't even just... That doesn't even just apply to Dick. That applies to Gar. You know, the guy who told you you're not a reject and I went around to help you. And then came back and had the whole team rally to help you. That guy, your friend. Yeah, you didn't give a shit about him either. Or the guy exactly. who literally took two bullets for you. That guy. They didn't stick around no, and wait for him to wake up. Wait for him to wake up so she could thank him. Yeah, and he also didn't even Yikes. look into you. Note how Jason wasn't even like, yo, who shot Connor? This is my boy. He saved my life. Right. I'm going to go get him. No fuss nope. found. And also, like, what was I about to say? Now I lost my, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I 
No, I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, sorry. No, but like he didn't try to find out what happened to Connor. Oh, that's the other thing. He didn't <laughs> try to figure out who was doing all that stuff that got him framed either. He didn't care about that no. either. Like, it's just like, no, he wasn't trying to figure out who did that. He wasn't trying to figure out who shot Connor. Because, you know, Connor saved your life. Maybe you could like help save his life. He didn't wait to see if he woke up. He never even went into Connor's room to check on him. He didn't even like, want an apology <laughs> from that team. Like, I don't know, man. Whatever, like, have fun. Go. I'm over you. Have fun. Like, I hope there's a spinoff for me to not watch. Um, <laughs> Please. Can all y'all go to spinoff or to hell? Pick one. I don't care. Just get out of here. You ain't got to go yeah. home. But you, can't you, stay here. Money. you cannot stay here. I was so done. Like, <laughs> it's funny because I had been trying to give Jason the benefit of the doubt. I like, know he's you kind were. of annoying, but he's a good kid. He's got a good heart. He's trying. You know, life's been hard for him. And now I'm just like, look. Team crowbar. Girl, you, you were doing such a good job defending him that you got me to hop off the crowbar train. But now <laughs> it's crowbar season again. It is. It is. Like, and it's Jason's fault. This is like a womp womp situation here. God, why are you such a loser? Like, why is it so hard to find good bro TP in this world? Like, can y'all be bros and have each other's backs? Is it too much to ask in this world? I guess not. Like, not on the shows, not in the books. Cartoon movies, nothing. You get nothing. <laughs> I don't understand why their relationship has to be so trash all the time. Because there's just, but yes, I do. It's because Jason's terrible, and his family are people who are too good, even though they try to ask Brusque and act like they don't feel this way, to just accept he's a trash man. His fandom does this weird thing, though. It's like he literally tries to kill his brothers in the comics. But when they make an assumption about him that's wrong, people are like, oh my God, no one ever has his back. It's so awful. Poor Jason. I'm like, he shot Damien in the chest. <laughs> can we can we remember that? Can we recall that? Sure. Okay, currently Damien is accusing him of something he didn't do in the comics. But once upon a time, he shot Damien in the chest. These two things are not the same. If anything happened, I'd be like, what'd he do with it? I'd be like, man, I did the laundry. I can only find that find one sock. Where'd he go with my fucking sock? Forever. Look. It'd be like, oh man, somebody stormed up the drain. I bet it was him. Forever. I genuinely don't care that Damien just accused Jason of something he didn't do and people in the fandom are like, oh my god, Damien turned his back on Jason. He attempted, he made an attempt on his life. On his father's life, on Dick's life, on Tim's life. Enough. Like, at this point, I'm like, you know, why don't we just throw the whole man away? It's just, <laughs> it's just silly. I, I just do, don't do it. Good. No Lazarus pit, no bullshit, done. If he can be forgiven for all of that, then they can be forgiven for sometimes being wrong now. And Dick can be forgiven for not being good, a good big brother because he was mad at Bruce when he was alive. That is the most forgivable thing ever because Bruce was being an asshole, okay? Like, yeah, let's and Bruce be being an asshole out here. Like, Bruce being an asshole on these streets. That's an established character. He trait. was being an asshole today because maybe it was not the same in the show, but Robin was literally a nickname his parents gave to him, his dead parents. So the Robin mantle is literally his family legacy. And you just replace him and give it to someone else. And then you're like, also, fuck, you don't talk to me again. Don't come to my house. You're not my son. All of this shit. 
And it's just like, Garbage, I, man. I think Dick had a good reason to be mad at Bruce at that in those moments. Yeah, maybe. BruceWasTrying.org. Like, really? Well, I'll yeah. just get a new Maltese puppy. Right, like, it was just like, are y'all really gonna hold this? They're, like, the Phantom legitimately holds this over Dick's head that he wasn't a good brother to Jason. And I'm like, and then years later, Jason tried to murder him. So I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe he's an asshole. Maybe he has some intuition. Maybe he's manly intuition. Maybe like, Jason sucks a little bit. As far as I can tell, Jason sucks. Like, I'm, I'm so through with him. Like, look, it, you gotta try to get all the way on my wrong side. He tried. He succeeded. Do it. No, no, no. We really gave him the benefit of the doubt. I gave Adeline the benefit of the doubt, and that was my bad. I gave Donna the benefit of the doubt. That was also my bad. I'm done. Yeah, I try no, so fuck hard. all these people. I really tried to give Donna. Like, I really tried to give her. The and no, like, grit. she's just sad and, like, she's freaking through it. Nah, nah, sis, you gotta go too. Like, when she. I honestly can't believe these people. Like,. I am, I'm just so glad that Dick and the core four are, are so much better, and I'm hoping whatever's happening with Rachel is that she has not caught their shittiness, and she's just having some weird, like, demon problems, which, I mean, fair. <laughs> and pretty much we have on good faith that she's back to helping him next episode anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, so she I think she's having some... So I think that's what this this storyline is. I because like her powers and her emotions are tied. So if her powers are acting out, it follows logically that her emotions would be out of whack too. So I would actually forgive them if the whole point of this is just to compare how much the old team sucks versus the old, the new team, and then we just mm-hmm. end the the season with the old team being like, okay, we helped out and we're we're gonna leave. Sorry for being jerks. You've got this, Dick. It looks like you're better at this than us. Donna's like, Adios. yeah, you're right. I lost Rachel in five minutes. Hank, Hank and Donna are like, yeah, we lost Ella's and he blew all the way up. Y'all, your kids are still alive. Deuce. And Corey can be like, our new team is family. The end. I don't even care if it's <laughs> just as stupid and corny as that. I will literally forgive them. Just let it just be the comparison was the point of this. And I'll mm-hmm. stop being so irritated because I just don't, Same. I can't forgive them. And I don't want them on the team. No, because I could never, I would never expect them to have my back. Never. Like, anytime it's like, okay, I'm trying to do this, you have my back, I would forever be like, getting shot, because I gotta be looking back over here, because do you still have like, it? I can't trust you. It's like, what if I make a, a like, real proper mistake? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what if Dick actually killed somebody? Like, any one of them, and then it's like, can I trust, like, my friends to be on my side through it? It's so unclear. So it's just right. like, I don't really like, want them and, on the team. They and don't it's like such a him. contrast to last season, because last season everybody killed somebody. Like, dead. And, and it's also the thing, though, it's like, if you're not friends outside of the team, you shouldn't really be a team. No. Because then y'all are uh, co-workers that barely tolerate each other, and anytime y'all are hanging out in the, tire, in the tower, it's, oh, great, another office party. Who wants to get off? Hank was just waiting for a reason to hit, to hit him. Like he's been wanting to physically hurt this guy since we met. He's been him. looking for an opportunity to do this without getting his ass whooped and embarrassed in front of his girl. That's the rest of that sentence. I don't want that person on my team. That person no. might let me get shot. Yeah. To be frank, 
Because what's going to make him not be nervous or have this weird jealousy vibe with it? What's it going to take? It's been five years. And Dick won't right, even look at What's it going to take for Jason to get rid of his weird jealousy vibe? Oh, wait, he never does. It nearly murders us. Jason never stops being jealous. Like, even now he makes these random comments and they're not even interacting in the damn books. And then every now and then it's like, oh, always be the second Robin. When does it end? You're not even Robin anymore, bruh. It never ends. You always need no Robin. You're Red Hood. Congratulations. You're on identity. What's your problem? I, I can't. It's just... So, yeah. So, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a not for me, dog. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's just a wrap for me. And it's so late that there's just nothing they can do because they spent the first 10 episodes being super shitty. That is like, oh, if you stop being shitty the last three, I'm doing the math, baby. And I'm not a mathematician, but those fractions are bad. Yeah, like, there at this point, there is nothing they can do to have me be good with them. Like, if they were to decide next episode for them to be like, hey, Dick, we're all here for you now. I would appreciate if people be like, actually, you guys can go before you distract me from whooping his fucking ass. But thanks for showing up. Bye. I would be totally... That would be what I would hope. I hope seeing the those whatever spoilers from the last uh, the big confrontation where everybody's in costume. I hope what happens is they walk up to him in these costumes and he's like, "You guys can go home, but it's touching to my heart. You suited up again." Uh, go and fight. Go fight with Mercy or something. I'm good. I'll, I'll do that show. Thanks. Thanks for showing up. Though. I'm good. Like exactly. Like I hope he really just sends them all home. It's like I don't even want you to try to have my back because I don't believe you will. It'll distract me and might have to be trying to save you to you get your ass flipped. Fuck you. Leave. Frankly, me and Corey almost finished, like solved this whole problem last time. So just two of us is good. Two, three tops. Yeah. You guys can literally leave. Like throwing a demon and a tiger. I don't know what you think y'all are gonna do if they can't. Like just whatever. Like they serve no purpose. Just go. I'm done. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Wonder Girl is as useless as the birds, and she's got whole superpowers. You should never leave your house. I can't even imagine what her problem is. <laughs> and she was just walking around looking irritated the whole episode. I'm like, girl, go home. You don't even talk to Rachel. Have y'all ever had a conversation? You don't, no. you don't care much. Just leave. Go to Chicago. She had the same look on her face everybody else had. And she's like, uh, she's like, I'm going with Donna. Everybody look. And she was like, I mean, can I go with Donna? Like, that was the first I, conversation. I guess you can come with me. We never talked. And then Rachel immediately was like, you suck as much as my dad, bitch. And I jumped out the car. <laughs> so, so womp womp. Like, what's, what's your connection to Rachel? Just leave. Go home. Don't cry yeah. about orange soda in Chicago. <laughs> we don't care anymore, baby. Yo, I like orange soda, and I, I get the giggles when I, when I have one in front of me now. I'll have it in front of me, and I'll be like, <laughs> orange soda. Like Gosh, my clownfish. We'll never get past it. I'll always remember that Garth killed Nemo, and that Donna <laughs> periodically cries about orange soda. Like This is just the thing that I will always be in my head now. It's so pathetic. Like, it's so pathetic. And, like, Donna is so pathetic. Like, we have seen some serious cases of dick drunkness on this show. One of the best ones being Adeline that really still got baby daddy on her couch. But this, Donna and this dead man that she's left with one time and then immediately left. Girl, get you some Zoloft and get it together. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think... Because it's not like if he hadn't been shot, what she's going to do is go be with God. <laughs> you were really just going to hit it and run. You hit it, you ran. It's already done. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like but now she's decided she's gonna dedicate the rest of her life to pretending that she really didn't just drag dark garth like a fuck boy i'm just i'm over it um yeah honestly i don't know what else there is to say about this <laughs> i mean we're gonna see what gets up with rachel in this colony of girls that's gonna get eaten by her demons mm. Right. Like, I'm trying to figure out where that, what the hell's going to happen with them. Cause well, we know that the show is not going to add all of these random girls yeah. to the numbers. So, mm-hmm. so I, you, I'm pretty sure what's going to happen is like, you would be on savior. You would kill all our abusive boyfriends. And she will. Yeah. So either they end up dead or running from her or she yeah. solves their problem like immediately. Um. Yeah. I'm sure any of these possibilities are going to be funny, to be honest with you. I think this plot with Rachel and these girls is going to be real funny. <laughs> I can't even imagine the point. So I'm not going to think about it much. Uh, three episodes I mean, left. I guess the point is somehow this is going to have to make her aware that her powers do stuff she don't know about. Maybe that'll make her realize, oh my god, maybe I was the one doing the most in this house. We had to put the band back together. Who knows? Who knows? Alright, let's just we can end this here because I feel like there's just there's nothing else to say. I'm just <laughs> I can't believe that. Uh, oh god! I mean, at this point, um, any straight straight plot lines we have left are such deep comedy. Like I can't wait to get back to Hank and the Crack. <laughs> I can wait forever on that. I would. It would actually be the highlight of my entire year if I never saw Hank again. Like, if they, they would just announce off screen, guy overdoses and died, I'd be like, sad to hear it. Like, I genuinely don't give a shit. I don't care what happens. I mean, about. I honestly, I think it's something about self-righteousness that, like... I'm just done. That Hank doing what we know, what we should know Hank is going to do, that folks seem to act like they don't know Hank is about to do, it's just so funny to me. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm genuinely amused at the possibilities of what's likely to happen with Hank and Don. Not because I like them, but because I don't. And they are set up for tragedy. <laughs> like, I don't know if anybody missed it, but everything about how they set those two up, how we left them off, suggest they are not long for this world and I don't want to have to wait long for the end of them. Alright, so that's it guys. So uh, 210. Uh, I'm losing my mind and I don't know what to say anymore. Alright, see you next week. <laughs>